When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. And welcome into another edition of Unchained. Hello, Patrick Roycey. How are you doing, sir? Um, good, good. I was uh, fortunate enough to be at the Vikings game on Sunday. But the best part about, Patrick, the Metrodome being gone, the new press box, has a ton of TV showing different games. games so I could right. ignore the Vikings and watch the Packers Lions, which was Boy, not did good, they but entertaining. Make hard work out of that, huh? Oh, How, good uh, God. That, would, uh, that would make me a little less confident in Matt LaFleur that he couldn't get his team ready to play that game. Yeah. He made it. We got to see his nice little post game speech after they beat the Vikings. Mm-hmm. But all that game does is bring me back to question A is. Where did that Viking performance two weeks ago come from? Where did that come from? I have no <laughs> well. That's unfortunately, un- when you see the Packers now yeah. struggling mighty, mightily to beat a team that wants to lose, it was the uh, answer goes to a very dark place that Vikings fans don't want want to acknowledge because that was a gag of the first class. Yes, it was. It was it. But here, you know, uh, here's the league though. Right now, like. Okay, the Saints, once again, look like a machine, right? Yes. What happened for that month in the middle of the year? I don't know. When they were terrible at home. Atlanta? Yeah. they yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta, Atlanta well, and they were a miracle. They beat Carolina. Yeah. They were beat, and then they gave up 700 yards to the Rams when they came in. Uh, the, was it the Rams? Yeah. Yeah. Who came in the, there and beat them bloody. Oh, no. Uh, oh, it was the 49ers. 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 And... So they had that month, which convinced me they, you know, they are as good as everybody thinks they are. Now they're now they look great again. So it could have been Breeze. Breeze's numbers were okay, but he looks a lot sharper now than he did when he first came back. That's for sure. I would uh, when you go play New Orleans, though, I'd cover Thomas. Yeah, how with how many people? <laughs> yeah, that's my any, question. However many it takes, everybody maybe every who, however many it takes because they're going to throw it to him, right? Oh, absolutely. That's the you know what? That's the only opponent I saw that I said I don't think the Vikings can beat them on the road. If you played Seattle, which it looked like for a while in watching that Seattle San Francisco game, you might play Seattle. Seattle's tough, but I yeah, think you could beat I them. Think, I think if you would Green Bay, got, I think, I think if you would have gotten San, Seattle this week, it'd be gravy because I think Seattle put so much in they were getting their arses kicked. They have no players left. Except the quarterback, and they, yeah, the quarterback's fantastic. He should be the MVP, I, maybe, but uh, you know, certainly as much as anybody, he deserves it. 
I mean, Lamar Jackson's going to win, and that's fine because he went. What are they, fourteen and two or whatever it is? Mm-hmm. But uh, but Wilson's been more invaluable to his team than anybody. But they would have been dead, don't you think? I think Philadelphia beat them, don't you? As bad as Philadelphia. Ooh, that's is. a good. I don't know. I think Philadelphia. That's a good question. I don't think. I don't in think Phil, after maybe. all they put into that game and they yeah. get beat, and they can whine about the officials at the end. Which, but they were outclassed for, you know, virtually most any any time San Francisco wanted to move the ball, they did, and they just looked like a much. They looked like a two touchdowns better, and they needed a needed to pull it out at the end to win. But I wonder how much Seattle will have left. So you if know? you got Seattle or, or I Green they, Bay, I, I think they, you'd have a a fighting oh, chance yeah. if you're the Vikings. Yeah, yeah. Green Bay had. You know, I'm sure Green Bay went to Detroit thinking, well, we'll let Aaron take the second half off and we'll be fine. Of course, they got two weeks now to wait. But uh, What do you think's up with him? Aaron does not look like even close to Aaron anymore. No, but then again, he, you know, he looked horrible the first half against the Vikings, yeah. and then he looked good the second half. And uh, same thing last yesterday. But I, I don't He's not as good. You know, that's he's not as accurate. You know, right. he was the most accurate passer of all time. He's not as accurate now. Anymore. But it's weird because he's not terrible. No, he's no, just he not close to what he was. And it's no. sort of this. Yes. He's a good quarterback now. Well, I think I heard you guys talking about it. Collar and you talking about it the other day. Breeze and Peyton and Brady, uh, Breeze and Brady basically have given us an idea that Everybody should be as good at forty as they are, and, and and you guys are talking about it. No, most most athletes aren't as good at thirty three as right. they were at twenty nine, and is you know I'm sure he's a workout nut and all that stuff. But some guys' skills go, you know, I, you, it, they should go. And you're right, the accuracy Breeze, is what's gone. Yeah, with but Rogers. Breeze and Brady are just like they're from a different planet, right? Yes. I mean, it's uh, it, it Breeze is one of the most astounding athletes in history. Mm-hmm. This short little guy from Purdue who's not really an athlete, although he's a workout he's, fanatic. He's I been guess. lighting up our teams for how long well, now? Go well, back to the Purdue. I days. wrote a column last year uh, on when they were gonna when were they gonna play him last time. I was down in Florida, but I got a hold of Tyrone Carter, and I wrote. They played him here, right? Yeah, well, last I, year. I think it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, and at Gophers, I wrote about the first time he he. I I could look it, but I think in four three games against the Gophers, he passed for thirteen hundred and some yards, something like that. I, I mean, believe it was, that it was a, and it was eighty percent too. And and uh, I talked to Tyrone, who, if you need a quote, call Tyrone. But uh, he was, you know, talking about how. Tyrone had they came in at the same time. Tyrone had eleven year career and this guy's now playing his eighth season since Tyrone retired, wow. you know. But yeah, I, I did that piece though. It was unbelievable. But all those that was the Wacker era, right? Was yes. it the he, yes, he played Wacker. against Mace too, I think. But, I, but I think it was the Wacker era. But the Wacker era when they were But they played they, they beat him once, fifty two to forty nine. I'm not yes. sure he played that game, but uh but they at the Metrodome, yeah. But his numbers against the Vikings—I'll look those up. I got them someplace. They were fantastic. So, so I don't see a shot here on Sunday. I might be wrong, but I don't—I don't see how you do it. I would be surprised. I—I I don't know if they're, you know, they're—they're they're good. They're good, but I think they're a little disillusioned, don't you think? After that, they had it sitting there for them. 
the Green Bay game. They had it sitting there, and uh, they had a shot, and uh, yeah. you know, and you didn't have to be the six. You could have been the five going to Philadelphia, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I don't know. I, it, it's uh, it's a long season, but you know, everybody took the week off. Now, a couple of things I saw on the sideline. Uh, were impressive though, and they showed the the other linebackers over there going nuts with the couple of their linebackers. It seemed like they were involved emotionally, even though they weren't playing, which is what it's going to take this week. You got to right. you got to convince yourself. Uh, of course, I I've actually spent today writing about uh, looking up the '87 team because this is identical now, except Santa New Orleans was the other wild card team in. 87, but the only reason they were a wild card team is because the 49ers went 12 and three and they, they were no went 13 and two. They were 12 and three and won nine in a row when they, when the Vikings went down there and beat them 44 to 10 and the Vikings had backed in. Yep. So I would say that, but this is a better new Orleans team than that was. Cause he, you know, drew Brees is a considerable step up from Bobby Hebert. Hebert but, Bobby Hebert was okay back but, in the day. But that, yeah. it's the same run here. It's new or you got to win at new Orleans and San Francisco, and then you got to go win someplace else. So, but, uh, but, uh, I would, yeah, I, I can't see him. I think this, that second week has become impossible. Don't you? That other team sitting home get oh the divisional good round. Yeah. the one and two seeds yeah sitting home feeling good getting healthy yep you know take a week off yep you know have some massages and run through and the, the Packers play. get that week off which is the most remarkable oh, thing because yeah. they don't deserve it no they don't but it's I don't know do, but is, don't. is he the coach of the year to go thirteen and three with those mutts you know Pat I can't decide what I think of them in Green Bay because. I don't know if he's a if he's a good coach. I don't even know. <laughs> no, but that's not how coaches of the year no, are determined. They're determined on who we thought was going to be here, who finishes. You know who here. should get the coach? The guy in Miami. Yeah, they traded away <laughs> everyone they possibly yes. could. They told him to lose, and they're going to draft fifth and just beat New England. How was the? Uh, how are the? Uh, how did? Uh, how did New that happened to New England? How, yeah, how do you think? Uh, Anything. That was in New England, too. Right? Yeah. That was in Foxborough. It was. They have wow. some weird games against the Dolphins. Oh. That's a weird. I don't understand that. Hmm. Well, it's, uh, you know, it, it is really weird that Brady and Belichick would let mm-hmm. that happen to them. And now now they have no chance, right? As New a, England? Yeah. Yeah, probably not. Going on the road. Probably not. I no. Mean, no. Having to play three games. Yeah, and Baltimore think. is damn good. Yeah, they're gonna have to go play Kansas City, right? Uh, yes. In the second week, if they if they yes. win, yes. The uh, NFC field uh, is a lot stronger than the AFC. If you ask the bottom, the bottom half of the AFC doesn't do much for me after mm-hmm. New England, right? Who we got? We got Houston. We got uh, Tennessee. Made Tennessee, it right? Tennessee, yeah, they waddled in, and uh, you know, it's, I don't know, it just doesn't. But Baltimore's should have a cakewalk, shouldn't they? Yeah. Although Kansas City will give them a game, probably. Kansas City, give me Mahomes and Jackson. They'll be able to make something out of that matchup. Although Mahomes isn't as good. Now I take him in a heartbeat. I like him a lot, but he isn't as sharp since that injury. He's. I don't think he's. Oh, fully, he's I don't think Denver? he's fully healthy. Do you think? No, probably not. I mean, he's not making the same. Think about how quick he came back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. He he did that. The boy, them getting two weeks off really helps that club. Yes. 
Isn't it amazing, though, Judd, these idiots talk about an 18-game season? Oh, These teams are dragging to the finish line here, trying to put they're trying to put 22 of their best 35 on the field, you know? Mm-hmm. And you got 10 guys hurt almost every place. Seattle has got every no players. Well, they have no left tackle, they have no center. No, get poor old They have no running back. Marshawn Lynch. Poor old Marshawn, come on in and jump over the goal line once in a while. If you can make it. All right, by the way, Seattle, yeah. I got to bring this up. Uh so Pete Carroll's been coaching a long time, right? Pete's got this staff over there. They don't realize that the clock's still running when you spike the ball. That that the play th- clock is still running. It's not a timeout. That was bizarre. I have no – that was his – 25 Pete seconds. Goes, and Wilson and Russell Wilson. Yes. It's not some young quarterback who no, – you know, or cousins to, who might freak out. But, but, but what you noticed was there was no panic. So nobody was paying any attention. No. And, and, and you know, who's – we can't blame Bevel. He's gone. I don't even know who their offensive coordinator is. Oh, Schottenheimer, right? Yes. But that was that amazed me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that cost him the game. Absolutely. The guys put him know, back everybody, the gets, everybody wants the pass interference on the goal line, but uh <laughs> well, that was another. <laughs> you know, but uh you didn't get it. You still got a chance to score a touchdown. Get it. But can they can they please take that rule out well, and just get rid of it? Is it a review? Yeah. Because yeah, they didn't review. Now no. everybody's mad they didn't review. Yeah, let's just – By the way – Let's forget about by it. Way, by the way, the the receiver, I think it was Hollister, right? Yes. He turned – he was initiating contact with the other guy to get him out of the way when the other guy started holding him. That whole thing's been a debacle, though. Let's yes. just forget about it. Yes. And – if you look at the replay, I watched it, looked at it a few times, it looked like the pass, he was going inside, the pass was going outside. So they weren't on the... Uh, but that delay of game, you're right. That was yeah, right. that was among the most baffling from two yeah. guys who seem to know what they're doing. And yeah. That was worse than sending 12 men on the field in New Orleans. And is, is there anybody calmer than Pete Carroll? Yeah. Like, ordinarily, he looks very... He's a, I'm not saying he's not excitable, but he ordinarily he looks up and down. pretty in control. Yeah. But that was, anyway... That was a hell of a game, though. That was Fleck-like, Pat. Yes, it was. Yeah, right. PJ-like. PJ could have uh, ran out there, and uh, uh, PJ would have ran out there to see if Hollister was okay. Oh, that no, he yeah. wasn't <laughs> on the field, even though he wasn't on the field. So anyway, but it was uh, that was a hell of a game, and the uh, the Vikings. You know what? I, I got to ask a question about the Vikings. Where'd this guy come from? Ogan Nebo or whatever his name is. The line defensive line. Oh the yeah, he's Northwestern, like, right? Yeah. Yeah, and he, he's a monster. Yeah. That's a every time he rushes the passer, poor old Everson Griffin knows he's gonna go looking for a job next year, right? It's all over for him. Rick's made you but know But he's passed up that Weatherly and everybody. I mean, he's the first man in, right? Uh, on the deep as a he's the third end now, right? Rick's made some nice later yes, he does. round picks. They get athletes. They get athletes. He's done. He a, they've done a good job scouting. Mm-hmm. They just once in a while do things like draft Matt Khalil fourth. Yeah, well, that yeah, yeah the, the first round picks don't always work. Uh, Christian Ponder and Khalil and those guys. So th- that eighty seventeen Pat, that was the strike year. Yes, and they were zero and three, and they were zero and three. But that team but, was, but they sorry. were seven and one. Okay, in regular games. Okay, they won two, and I think they won at Dallas was one of the ones they they'd won some good games, and they were then they came out of the break, and they went five and one out of the strike break with their real guys. They were seven and one, you know, and then they lost three of their last four. 
Okay. They lost three of their last four, and they lost to Washington on Saturday, and they were none. If a bad Dallas team beat St. Louis, but the game was in Dallas, and Dal- St. Louis was okay, you know, and Dallas was bad, and uh, they needed Birdsey. And, I mean, they all those guys in the club in the locker room did a rake with them about, we don't deserve to be in the playoffs. We choked because we, they had that game won and let it get away. and then lost in overtime, and uh, then St. Louis loses in the last game ever for the St. Louis Cardinals. They were leaving to they go to Phoenix, year. yeah, okay. and uh, and they backed in. <laughs> and I wrote something about this. I talked to Sansevier yesterday, to tr- or a couple of days ago, to try to remember because Sansevier it was on Monday after they backed in, and we were in that little. Lousy. There's only that tells you about how the difference the media was. Though then there was only six or seven of us. The TV cameras weren't out there yet. They must have told that little side room, right? Yeah, that little side room with the toilet. You know, you're always very unhappy if somebody came in and they were in there for ten minutes. You knew that things were not going to be good here. That was not polite, by the way. No, no, it wasn't. That that restroom was for one thing and one (laughs) thing only, not two things. Not two things. Anyway, (laughs) yes, that's true. In fact, I would have went outside and found a tree. (laughs) Well, you rather than rather than I than uh, do that. But anyway, that's when that's the tirade, the 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 Bernsey rant that nobody had a tape recorder going. 87, the uh, Killer Instinct one. Killer Instinct. Sansmere asked him, Does your, well, your team doesn't seem to have Killer Instinct. And he went nuts. It was, he shouted Killer Instinct 25 times, all with adjectives. And there was nothing it there? Was, no, was, no recorders? No nothing? No, nobody had. We, we oh. were all writing. Yeah, nobody, right, right. Nobody had it on tape But no recorder. TV? No. Nobody had a tape recorder, no TV, no. They might have done, like, okay, you're going to go out, you know, go out and do TV in a different room, and then he's going to do the reporters here. Oh, got okay. Or he might have. Gotcha. You know, they used to do TV outside, sometimes even in December, you know. But, uh, so he was going to go out there, but that was, that was, uh, that was, uh, I hate to give it away, but Sansevier said, Birdsey finally who started this bleeping, bleeping killer instinct? And 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 Sansevier says, I think it was Charles Manson. <laughs> and and Birdsey had never heard of Charles. He didn't, he didn't have any idea. Yeah, I have Manson. <laughs> it was great. God, yeah, it would be. Uh, it's tied with the It's tied with the Schnelker rant. But uh, nobody has any recording of it. But it was great. And so that's... I thought it was the Sunday morning. Yeah. When we all went out there and talked to them to do the requiem, you know, they let us come out and do the requiem on Sunday morning. We're done. You know, we're not. You know, blah blah blah. Go go Cowboys and stuff like that. But Sansevier insisted it was Monday morning after they made it, so he he would remember better than me. But it was a great rant. And so they lost. So, so the real team lost at the end then, or lost, lost at the end oh, of the regular yeah, season. Yeah, well, the, the, they. So they went. The first two games were played. Then they went on strike. They thought they'd wait till the season, and then they'd have to cave. Well, then they canceled the next week's games. Yep. Week three, the Vikings were supposed to be in Kansas City. I only know that because I saw it today. And then the next three were strike breakers, and or scabs as we called them back then and now the paper would probably get upset so uh and it was 
it was as bad as baseball. You know, I mean, we, I remember they, yeah. had, they had Tony Adams, who was like a third. I went to the Packers game at yeah. the Metrodome. Nobody there, 13,000. No. And uh, you can tell what the Union Towns were and what the Union Towns weren't, though, by the attendance. Like, hell, they played in Detroit late that year and they were still drawing 25,000 because of. They're still because they were all mad. You wow! Know, all, all the car, you know, the all the people who worked at the auto plants were uh, upset with the with the NFL for mm-hmm. having strike breakers. But uh, the Vikings tried as little as anybody and went zero and three. So then they came back and they were you know they're two and three. Then they went on that run and went seven and one. They were they were good. I mean, God, look at that team. They had Millard and Dolan were probably the two best defensive linemen in the NFL that year. So yep. And they had, and Hank Thompson was a Henry Thompson was a rookie, and he was he was an immediate monster as a nose tackle. And uh, who's quarterback? Tommy? Uh, no, well, off and on, but by the playoffs, Wade. The Kramer got hurt. <laughs> I was. Uh, I wasn't real kind to him. I was reading some of the stuff. I was calling him old numb arm because he had the numb, the not Kramer, you know. And yeah. he finally, he, Bernsey went back. Bernsey loved Kramer. They all thought that they were getting that. They kept going back, and he was, Wilson was by then way better than him. But he went back to him, and, and I think uh, Kramer played 10 plays in, New Orleans fumbled two snaps and threw an interception or something or missed a guy wide open or something. Mm -hmm. And they hooked him, and Wilson played the rest of the way in that playoff run. But uh, Carter brought back a punt 84 yards. Carter was unbelievable for two games there. Brought back a punt 84 yards and put him ahead 14-7, and then they kept kicking. And then there was an interception, and then they threw a Hail Mary at the end of the first half to Hassan Jones, 31-7 to at halftime. That place, that place. How was, quiet? How... It wasn't quiet. They were all drunk and mad. Oh, were they all booing? But that was the first ever New Orleans that's, playoff that's game. That's what I was going to say. It's not like now. No, it was their first ever playoff game. They had stunk, yeah. They, 20 years, they never had a winning season. They were 8-8 eight and eight twice. And they that year they were, you know, their winning season and... I remember I wrote about this too. Bushy, you know, Randy Bush, you know, less than three months after he won the World Series here, less than show, he was there with his, his now ex wife and his wife, and they were all had their Saints jerseys on and their beads and full of beer and <laughs> screaming and hollering and ready to go. He came up and said hello to me. And, uh, and, Boy, it was just an ass kicking of unbelievable proportions. They've knocked a bear out of the a bear out of the game, but that team could rush with four guys. That yeah. was they never had to, you know, they didn't have the greatest secondary ever. They had Browner back there who was fantastic, but uh, they had Isaac Holt and Carl Lee who was made All Pro a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Carl Lee, but I, he could, you know, he didn't have to come up and he didn't have to do a lot except try to cover a guy and. Uh, yeah, but and that, back then you just played base defense. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, you did. Like the you the, uh, the slot yeah. corner was two know, linebackers. No, they just yeah. had go in the nickel, and some guy came and ran out there. And yeah, but you were probably playing three linebackers fifty percent of the time, then sixty percent of the time instead of what twenty five percent. Yeah, now? yeah, thirty. And then they went to San Francisco, and that was the real show. That was right? well, they got Montana only time in his career. Well, it was the only time in his career to that point that he ever got hooked for anything but injury. First time he ever got pulled. Really? Yeah, they pulled wow. him. They were booing him. 
middle of the third quarter, they put Steve Young in, and he got a couple of touchdowns. But how's that for a pair of quarterbacks? Oh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> How, you know, the modern, you think of the modern NFL you with, have both those guys? with no cap that you could keep both those guys? That's, yeah. Well, Steve Young had what? He'd gone to the USFL. Yes. Then he went to Tampa Bay. Yeah. Damn near got killed in Tampa Bay. Yeah. How'd he get out of there? I don't even know how he They might have traded him. Yeah. But they decided, because they're just idiots, they decided he, he wasn't going to work. And then, yeah, he sat behind Montana for how long? Oh, God, two, three years. You know, you years. talk about yeah. Rodgers behind Favre in Green Bay. That's nothing compared to no, Young. No, he had to be there five years, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And, but it was, uh, yeah, I mean, that was, you know, they. I just rewatched Darren's. Darren had a better shot at that ball. I thought he did the the one on Washington. To end that game. It had it had popped out of his arms before Daryl Green hit him. Now Daryl Green was going to hit him. Yep. Before he got to the end zone, so whether he held on or not, I wouldn't. I've know. always thought that would have been a tough play. It was because Daryl Green was there was there was a safety and Daryl Green right there. The safety kind of wasn't going to drill him, but Daryl Green hit him. You yeah. know, but the ball. When it hit him, it popped. It was it popped, and uh, and people ah, Darren Grant Nelson dropped the ball. But uh, boy, I tell you, they played that day. They just played their arse off defensively. And that's the Washington team that went out and beat Denver forty-two to ten. Doug Williams thirty-five points in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. I've told you that story, right? I'm covering that Super Bowl, and uh, Jack Murphy was not. Equipped for Super Bowls, you know it's an old time. Stadium. I covered a game. I covered a huge Packers locker game, room. I mean, the locker they yeah, had. They not... had everybody out at podiums in this basically storage area. Yep. And when they opened up the door, it was there had to be eight hundred of us, and it was a cattle call. And even as as uh, the size of my girth, somebody pushed me, and I went going to the side, and I almost ran into this. Black guy, this old black guy, and it was Eddie Robinson. It was Eddie Robinson, Doug Williams' grambling coach. Yeah. So I said, Eddie, because I'd met him previously, and I got myself like 12 minutes of Eddie talking about how proud he was of Doug Williams. And I said, the hell with you all, you, all of you other guys. I got my column here. So anyway. <laughs> but, yeah. That That's was, not a bad guy to get That was fun, though, that 80-70. But I went back. I mean, we were savaging him. Further, I further back it into the playoffs, and I mean nobody pulled any punches back then. And we got great quotes from these guys. You know, they tell you you were a jerk, but they give you great quotes. What happened to us? I don't know, Dolman. I mean, I feel like in my youth, the columnists, including you, yeah. were far more is aggressive the right word, tough. Well, on- you just didn't, you didn't flinch. You know, I mean, you didn't think about. If you thought up a good line and it might offend somebody, so what? You know? I mean, you didn't, there was no pulling punches. And I bet probably the fact that there was no such thing as the internet and, you know, the people to protest, the only way they could protest was send you a letter. Right. And, uh, you know, send, nobody's going to write a letter to the editor to say, get rid of that fatty. But, uh, but I mean, Dolman, we've been hard on this. Even Dolman's giving you these. Yeah, we could see the look in Montana's eyes. He was scared to death. We were coming at him, you know. I mean, stuff. Yeah. Real stuff. Yeah. The real stuff. Now you. Just going like, you know, just going like crazy, you know. And there was other. And Wilson ripping the bike, ripping Burnsy for not letting him be the quarterback. That it was clear that he, he was. Yeah, Burry, he had a bunch of quotes, yeah. Man, I missed my calling. Yeah. 
That would have been so much better. Yeah. Now it feels like, well, you, you definitely don't well, get those well, but quotes. The other thing is that would then, okay, Wade said this, you know, and then it, hey, Wade, how you doing? You know, now it would be a, right. you know, it'd be worth 10,000 tweets and True. Why isn't he a better teammate? And why is Bernsey so stupid? Oh, yeah, it would be a it would be a crazy. Uh, but it also felt like at that time, and I might be wrong, but it felt like much more so at that time, the only real fan in the media was Sid. Yeah. And everybody else. Yeah. Didn't care nearly as much. No, no, nobody. You know, I nobody, mean, Sid's never changed, but you know, there was a few guys that wanted the. You know, if you're covered in gopher hockey or something, those guys, you know, oh, sure. you know, they wanted you to win. They wanted to win so they go to the national tournament or something like that. But, uh, no, it was just not, you know, objectivity was uh, sought. Yes. <laughs> was after, you yes. know, and uh, not not a uh, not a crime, you know. So, anyway. But, you know, I was, I was, I told you my, I showed you that headline a minute ago. The piece I wrote, that was the Sunday morning they played. It was Minnesota's backdoor gang as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> and several hours later, 44 to 10. <laughs> Did you get the old? 46 to 10. We told you guys. We told you. Oh, yeah, you. there was a lot of that, but it wasn't like, you know, you get out of here, you you know. Well, one of my favorites ever, it wasn't involving the Vikings, was, uh, but I covered the Steelers. I used to cover the AFC title game mm-hmm. for the for the newspapers. I did it in St. Paul too, and then here some to a degree because I'd I'd go and it used to be at eleven thirty in the morning. You know, they'd always play the AFC game at twelve thirty, and the the other one at four or something. Yep. But San Diego went in and beat Pittsburgh, which was remember that when in the and that was a big shock because Pittsburgh was fourteen and two or something, mm-hmm. and. uh uh, Natron, Natron Means, that running back, yep. was one of their stars, scored their big touchdown. And this was early cell phones, you know, and he had a big honking cell phone. And he made, there's about 10 of us trying to talk to him, but he made us get on the phone and apologize to his mother <laughs> for not giving the not giving the Chargers a chance. Did he really? Yeah, he gave it to a couple guys. Here, you tell you tell my mom. Oh, that's great. You tell my mom you're sorry for saying we didn't have a chance. Okay, Mrs. Beans, we're sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> Anything to get a quote, you know. Yeah. It was, it was great. So, yeah, it was. Uh, it was big old brick cell phone. Yeah, well, we'll walk into the. Walk in the locker room and talk to a guy instead of you know now have people come. That's that's my big biggest lament in this business is real access instead of you know phony baloney access. You know the anyway. controlled podium. Yeah, the controlled podium where three college kids and none of them are going to say anything because there's a coach and two right. other guys there. You right. know? Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, yes, it was an eventful uh, football weekend. And I watched a lot of bowl games on Saturday. I watched both those games on Saturday. A, you had to watch LSU because they were so damn. It was it was fantastic to see this. If they're that good, they're one of the greatest teams ever. And then the other game was great, Clemson Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I thought Ohio State was better, but just a little bit. It was a great matchup. Yes, but the quarterback play, the uh, you know the the Oklahoma kid, 
looked overmatched, you know, because his team was so overmatched. But uh, you got Burrow, who's unbelievable, and then you got the other two guys who are pretty damn good, too. Ohio State and Clemson. Oof. That second game was I mean, That Trevor Lawrence, I, I think, well, is fantastic. Well, yeah, because he can take off and run. For and that's two years now. He's six foot six, and he can take off and run. That's the difference in the game. Quarterbacks who are athletes, mm-hmm. you know. Drew B. Drew Brees wouldn't get drafted now. He almost didn't get drafted last time, right? But, but it's almost the end of an era with Brady and Brees and these guys, don't you think? And the Lawrence kid too is unflappable. Oh yeah, nothing bothers him. No, <laughs> no. I mean, he's got that long hair surfer dude look. Yeah, right, looks, right. He, he looks does. like there ain't anything you can do to him <laughs> no, that's going to bug no. you. No, I mean Ohio State jumps him as fast as you can, and uh, and uh, he just okay. Let's make some plays here, fellas. Yeah, it'll be a it'll be a hell of a. I think you know they'll hang in there and give him a game. But boy, I'd be surprised if LSU lost, wouldn't you? I'm just glad. How about the athletes? Oh my god! At both of them, yeah. LSU, yeah. I mean, it is it is astounding that football basically is dying, yet the guys that are playing are. Shoulder. I mean, they got phenomenal athletes. Yeah, it's uh, you know watching that that game and you know watching that quarterback Burrow throw to a the general direction of a receiver. That one play when he was. Looked like he was going to run out of bounds and throw it away, and then all of a sudden he throws it 35 yards down the sideline, and the guy goes, yep. reaches up, grabs The thing it. I love I it. mean, the receivers are so damn good. It's unbelievable. The Burrow kid had played for Ohio State. Yes. So he he basically got traded or transferred yes. himself. The Ohio State kid was where? He was in Florida. Ohio State kid was at Georgia, wasn't he? Yeah, Georgia. He was at Georgia. Georgia. And he got so he they, they, they chose somebody else. You know what I say? And, Bring on trades. And, uh, well, Hertz was the backup at Alabama. Yeah. This was his fourth national title game. And uh, Let's just make it official. You can have trades. I think Lawrence is the, Lawrence is the only non-transfer, right? Yes. He didn't transfer. Yeah, and, and he's a sophomore, so, so yeah. he, can't be, he can't be drafted until after next, next year. season. Yeah, yeah. But let's but, just have but, trades. Yeah, well, let's they scholarships. do. They do. I'll send you trades. two scholarships. <laughs> yes, right. You send me back your quarterback. Yeah, you might as well. It's, uh, but man, it's a, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with the Gophers Wednesday because, you know, part of the things with, with bowl games is who cares and who doesn't, you know, the secondary bowl games. Right. I would think Auburn cares, but the SEC is a different animal. It's a different animal. And Clemson's an SEC team that happens to play in the ACC. Correct. You know, but they're an SEC team. But they're the only team in that league that wouldn't get beat. Forty to nothing right. by LSU, right? You know? And uh, but the SEC man is fun to watch. Aren't oh they? God, yeah. There's a and you know they're bracketed too. There's about six of them at the top. And sure, then, you know they got. But those Missouri's got to be saying those six. I could watch every week. Missouri's got to be saying what the hell? Why did we do no, this? That's their own fault. Why? I know it is. They did it for money. But why? Why are A and M okay? They can cheat enough to right. to, to try, but uh, but uh, you know, and they're in Texas. But Missouri, they better. They they better call up and beg the Big Twelve. To but take how many them back. teams are left right now in college football that truly matter? And by that I'm you know, I mean teams that you love to watch or that are like this. There's that upper mm-hmm. group of, of the SEC. Mm-hmm. Ohio State's in that. Yep, they're in that Clemson's group. Clemson's in that. Clemson's in. It's the, basically, the Pac-12 is horrible. Well, like Michigan, Oregon, right now, Oregon's pretty good. Michigan's not. No, there Michigan. Right now. Michigan's got some old-time Michigan athletes. 
which aren't good enough. Right. You know, Tyrene, Tyrone Wheatley ball don't work anymore. Exactly. You know, you got to, he still hasn't had the great quarterback. Nope. That's his problem. Nope. He hasn't, he hasn't managed to get one. But I think there might be, it might be pushing it to say there's 10 of those teams in college football. Mm hmm. That are the yeah. truly yeah, great. Yeah. And, and you don't know if LSU's, you know, LSU kind of, they're there. They're eighth, you know, but how to be stupid, this good. How stupid does USC now look for chasing Orgeron? <laughs> yeah, but, but I don't think Orgeron, well, they look stupid because do you see where they are rated in recruiting? I saw they were way down. They're rated one only one spot behind Bowling Green. Wow. I looked it up the other day. He's got like 12 players. Because they spent the whole year talking about getting rid of their coach, Clay Helton. Yes. And then they kept him. And then he got plus drubbed got, by Iowa. Plus they got crappy facilities. Yeah. And they've never felt like they had to change him. And uh, now these kids, okay, you know, we're Southern Cal hasn't been a, a major player for about five years. So the, all the Southern California kids are going to Oregon now. And God knows how many Phil Knight pairs of shoes they're wearing <laughs> going to Oregon. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, whoever gets that job, PJ or whoever ends up getting out there. He's got his work cut out. How for did Pete Carroll not get the facilities? Because he was them. winning without him, and I don't think he gave it a. You know, when Pete was at Southern Cal, if you're a guy like my friend Wicker, and you wanted to go to Southern Cal practice, you went and stood on the sidelines mm-hmm. and BS with Pete while practice was going on and. You know, it's like going to an MIAC practice. Who do you want to talk to? Hey, Bill, come over here and talk to this. They they, they just go and want it. And then the alums would come and stand on the sidelines. And it was just, you know, they had kind of a nothing practice field. And people, there was no paranoia whatsoever. They just did it the old way, you know. And, right. Uh, I'm just surprised you get something, some of yeah. that stuff changed there. Yeah. Well, how they got caught on the Reggie Bush deal. I don't know who the, somebody ratted them out on that one. You know, that Reggie's parents were driving around a new car or yeah. whatever, new house or whatever. It was as upsetting as, as the Gopher basketball players who had those damn papers written by Jan. Yes, that's right. That's right. They you're, should, you're right. They should Why get rid we, of a bunch how, of that stuff. You know, we're paying. How can we act like, <laughs> you know, if I want to go out and interview a kid, Okay. Any gopher athlete, off season or whatever, say, you know, hey, I'll meet you at Maynard's and buy you a hamburger. I can't, they can't let me buy him a hamburger. Right. You know, but we can pay Kirk whatever a million bucks and still have him leave for Penn State. Yes. For I mean, it's, it's yes. unbelievable. Why does PJ Fleck or anybody else? Have to make four million dollars to coach. What, what's he? What? What? What's the object? I don't get it. You know, maybe at Alabama when it's bringing in whatever it's bringing in, but I just I don't get it. I don't get it. Okay, here's, hey, we got a nice million and a half dollar job for you. Okay, you know. <laughs> it's well. You know, meanwhile, all these secondary programs, you're going to start seeing a lot of them go away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The thing I love, though, is that you can't write papers for kids. You can't buy them, as you said, a burger or sandwich. But if I have my undergrad degree, Mm -hmm. I can then transfer to a powerhouse football program to make them millions of dollars on the back of my name for one year of basically being a mercenary. Yeah, and Burrow 
you know, people say he's never been to a class at LSU. He's never been in a classroom because he's doing it online. Yeah, but he's also got a degree in three years from Ohio State. Right. So he, he, you know, that's it's so easy for these guys in college now, the way they're hand carried. They can graduate in three years if they want to. Absolutely. You know. Go to school. What's great is he got his go degree to three years from the Buckeyes and then said, see you later. Yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go. The it, It's too bad he didn't end up playing them. It would have been great. Right? Oh, it would have been fantastic. But yeah. this is the silliest thing. Yeah. And I don't care if they – personally, kid goes to class, great. Doesn't yeah. go to class, don't yeah. care. Yeah, because what difference does it make if he shows up and gets escorted by the, in, by the tutors through his classes or yes. if they just, you know – I, I don't, it's virtually impossible to be. I think Al Nolan's the last gopher who was ineligible, right? But eight years ago, maybe yeah, must have never appeared on campus. You can't. It's so easy now. I mean, all these guys are not. You know, they're they're telling us you're right. They're the same dummies that they were ten years ago. You're right. But now they're getting three point. Now they're getting B pluses. You're right. When's the last time a big time athlete at the U? Got, got, got academically or, ineligible. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, no, they keep, not getting in trouble, but yeah, they just got full didn't go to class. Staffs of people to you know make sure that I they, love the I'm going to school online one though. I yeah, that's, that's my right. favorite. Oh, that's just a great. This is you know we could have graduated. Isn't, isn't we should go back? Isn't long term this going to kill colleges financially though? Right? Don't they have to get people on campus? I mean, I can go to school now. I can never have to leave the house in Golden Valley. Right? I just gave you our path to getting our degrees. Yes, yes. After all I, these years. Yes. I probably might still need the tutor, though. Might still need the tutor. I don't know. Anyway. At Dawn Smart, she can go to school for yes. me online. I, I, uh, we all got it. America's got to be rooting for LSU, though, don't they? Just because of Orgeron. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was great. he's the greatest. And he you know what? should be. God means for him he to be coach be, at that school. He should be spearing catfish down in the bayou. I tell you, that guy can make his own booyah, his own gumbo, I'll oh, tell you. Oh, God, bet, no. Yeah. He's talking. He doesn't sound like the bad guy in the French movie. He sounds like the bad guy in, like, a Czech movie or something, mm-hmm. you know, the big burly guy. You need subtitles you when he's talking. It's great. You do. And – and would there have been long term any guy more out of place at USC? Oh, yeah. It would have made no, no sense in California. No, no, and it it, it LSU is, it's perfect. He is the somebody said central casting LSU coach when they make a movie. You know, he's the guy. He's the guy. But he was, you know, he was an old miss and won four conference games in four years. He was terrible. Oh, I forgot that. No, yeah, he was there. <laughs> he was, and uh, you know the, what was the blind the Blind Side that yep. movie? Yep. Remember they had some coaches coming to visit. You know, okay, it was a phony setup deal. They yep. come with to visit the actor, but Orgeron was one of the guys who in that movie who came for a visit. Really? Yeah. Uh, supposedly, so the voice is the greatest. Of all oh, time. it is. Yeah, I don't know where that. Comes. I hope he goes to a throat doctor about every two weeks because there's something going on in there. Uh, but uh, man, I'd like to. I wish I wish Roy Mooney Winston Roy's uh, who's a great guy, the mm-hmm. former Viking linebacker, is uh, having uh, Alzheimer's problems. Um, and last time I talked to him, he was okay, but his wife had to kind of put him, tell him who I was, and blah blah blah. Sure. And then she, and if we kept it to some points, so it it and that was two years ago. So I'm sure that I couldn't 
call them, but I, this is this has got to be guys of the old LSU eras. This is what they always wanted, right? Yes. <laughs> this Cajun, this cartoon character, it's what they always as wanted. As unpolished as you could possibly get. That's right. I never had uh, – we're almost done here, and we didn't have time to uh, – do my uh, rant about uh, my unchained about three pointers. Yes, I did, I did a three pointer. But last two games, do uh, do the boys play tonight? They uh, they play Brooklyn. Apparently, Cats going to play night. here right tonight. God Monday bless America. Night, Cats agreed to play. Wiggy had uh, four for nineteen flu. It's very bad. But uh, two games, the last two games. Yep. Two teams: Sacramento terrible, Cleveland terrible. Yep. Timberwolves terrible. 31 for 142 on three-pointers. These two, these three jackass teams shot 142 threes and made 31. That's 22%. And we're supposed to watch this? We're supposed to watch this? <laughs> this is not entertainment. Three, they have ruined one of the great things about basketball was the great outside shooter. Now you have every nincompoop there is just throwing them in the general direction. Drives me nuts. Poor Josh Kogi. What are they going to do with that guy? He may never make another shot as long as he lives. How about the first round pick? Oh yeah, well, he can't. He can't shoot. Who told you that from the get go? In <laughs> yeah, fact, basketball maven. Very good seat. Final four. Press row. They cl- they do about seven straight clearouts for him for Texas Tech and he never scores. He misses the jumpers. He misses the drive. And I said to whoever was sitting next to me, I said, "This is the kind of guy our Timberwolves are going to wind up with, being a smartass." And they did. At I couldn't six, believe it. Not they've traded up for him. Meanwhile, yes. Meanwhile, the kid that, who they could have if they'd stayed at eleven, they could have gotten that Tyler Hero who's at Miami and. By the way, that cancer, Jimmy Butler, they're 24-8. and eight. Yeah, I, I told college something will go wrong. It always <laughs> well, does. Something well, will go wrong. It, there's nobody to fight him for. Did you? There's nobody to fight him to be the star. I'm not, you know? kid, I'm not kidding you, Patrick. That Sacramento Wolves game oh, might, might have was, been one of the oh, worst sporting well, events it was, I've I, ever I, witnessed. I told you and I were exchanging texts at midnight. Because we were both I like, sleep. we were. Both, I was scared. We were both like hypnotized by yeah. the rottenness of this game. It was and, a nightmare. And poor Jim Pete. We were both wondering if Jim Pete was going to make it if they lost. Jim Pete's emotional, emotional connection to a game with Sacramento at midnight was unbelievable. I thought he was going to break into tears. God Almighty! I love him. I think. I but, love Jim Pete as a guy. I've I've known him since he was at St. Louis Park. But I don't know if you're going to get objectivity when the guy that's doing your analysis was on the search committee for the new basketball boss. I don't think that's a good idea. I figured out why I miss Tibbs. Because Jim Pete would rip him apart oh, yeah. accurately. Yes, right. Justified. Jim, Jim Pete could have watched that game and actually said something that he meant. Instead, although he means it, that, uh, well, it was in the, late in that game where they started telling us how positive everything is yes, in practice that was that. when they were afraid they were going to lose. How about, how about Benz is being dragged into this homerism? How too. about the inbounds pass that Jeff Teague threw off Covington's leg? <laughs> <laughs> and there were, well, there were, they didn't. Your they grandson didn't, playing they, basketball they would do that. They didn't score. 
the last three ten. They didn't score, I don't think. Maybe two free right. throws. It didn't matter. They didn't. I don't it think they It doesn't matter scored. what they did. It was no. unwatchable. <laughs> but it was so unwatchable, you couldn't stop watching. It's like a bad movie. <laughs> yeah. It's like a terrible movie. Yes. At some point in time, yeah. you say, I got to see how this ends because it's so crappy. Did you ever see the movie Ed Wood? The guy who made the worst. I remember it. I did made the worst. Worst horror movies of all time. Yep. That's what this was. Ed Wood, <laughs> directed by Ed Wood. Unbelievable. I texted you at midnight because I couldn't sleep for fear <laughs> for fear this nightmare would continue. And it kept going and went to overtime. I'm not kidding you. That's one of the worst sporting events involving oh, a Minnesota team I've ever seen. Well, between the two of them, there were nine out of the Timberwolves were ten out of forty six. They were nine out of thirty eight. I think. And meanwhile, my wild nineteen out of eighty four. Meanwhile, my wilds. Until last night. As you tweeted. Yeah. Paul Fenton. Paul Fenton got rid of those three stiffs. Now Victor Rask is lighting up the fourth line. Donato Fiala hasn't done much, right? Fiala, whatever it is. But, it, yeah, Fiala. But uh, it's it's unbelievable. That league, man. If you just try. Yeah, you'll you win some get games. some points, right. yes. Actually, if they stay hot here, I, I think a, Roycey, a great Roycey hockey column would, mm-hmm. would be – Paul Fenton, you didn't know what you had. Yes, that's right. Boy, if you'd only kept him, you might win. A... He'd be making some moves now. <laughs> he wouldn't be just standing there with Craig Leopold and having a cigar or something. Boudreaux and Fenton, the greatest coach GM tandem yes. since Tory and Al mm-hmm. Arbor. Boy, I, I'm loving to see. I'm loving they're doing this, though, because they can't. The big master plan, which had to be to get rid of Boudreaux and make him a consultant, they can't do that no. now. The guy can coach. No, they got to give him an extension at some yeah, point. Yeah, they're coach. getting all these points. That's right. All right. All right. We'll do this. Thank you. Goodbye, folks.